water, 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 water on my bitch, I keep it wet like my cell phone, bitches on me, dark skins and the red bones, ugly guy, wrap your bitch up like some headphones, you say I ain't shit, bitch, I'm ugly, God, I'm well known, I ain't got time for no wife, yeah, LMFAO, you kiss bitches, I pipe, yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Super for Therapy, a podcast where 20-somethings put their phones down once a week to discuss life's biggest problems. And people commonly forget what, Steve? You know what, Ben? I think that's uh, a more... What, what, I don't even know. What do they forget? That we're not therapists. You know, yes, that's true. People, you know, you gotta know, we're not therapists, guys. And this week we talk about things from words of affirmation to what our biggest regrets in life are. And even our most vivid memories. Yeah, we we dive into a bunch of different topics, and this week we had Courtney Gill on the podcast. Courtney was a great guest this week. Shouts out to Courtney. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Gave us a really fresh perspective. The woman's perspective. Yeah. And just somebody who's been from the Bay Area. Yeah. Great great to have that kind of influence. Uh, She's a little bit older than us, knows a little bit uh, more about life. She's a former weeaboo. Which yes. is a, a, a Japanese anime fan. Yeah. Um, I don't want us to classify her as only a weeb. We'll <laughs> talk about that a little bit on the podcast. And yeah, we just want to mention our goals real quick and then we'll dive right into the episode. Uh, my personal goal is I'm back up to a total loss of 14 pounds. I was told that I look good today, mm. so that was great. And uh, also, we have my birthday coming up this weekend, Ben. Why don't you tell us about that for your uh, for your goal this week? Oh, of course. Uh, so Xander Wave is playing at Papa Steve's birthday this Saturday, as well as like a graduation celebration for uh, you know Chelsea and Sam and a lot of our other friends too. It's a great cel- summer celebration, you know, intro to exactly. summer, and it's going to be too lit. Yeah. Papa Steve's going to bring in the PBRs, the PBRs and a bunch of good laughs. I've got the video stuff too set up. We've got a we've got a little video going on this this year, and Sam's got like a a three hour mix he's been claiming. Oh and he's, baby! And he isn't even done. He said. And this is going to be cool too because we finally figured out the setup there. So we're just going to get in set up. It's going to be going the entire time. So come on out to Music City off of Pole Street and Bush this Saturday, seven thirty to eleven. Hopefully we'll make it out to the bars afterwards. We don't know, but we'll try. If, if you're too broke for 24, or just too broke in general, come, come out, on, come, come out, out and support. You know, have you ever been to Music City when it shut down, eh? <laughs> Trust me, Sammy. <laughs> it will be a great time. I, I'm really looking forward to it. A lot of people are coming out, and if you want to be a part of it, feel free. We're we're gonna have a great time. Music City, San Francisco. Uh, 7.30 to 11, and then hopefully, you know, we'll be able to have some energy to make it out after. Exactly. It's a big goal goal of ours, but it's asking a lot at the same time. Exactly. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I just want to say really quickly, you guys are awesome. Next week, we're going to have a little bit of a weirder show with all my best friends. I'm going to try to make them as uncomfortable as possible. And, yeah, it's going to be great. We've got a lot of people coming up for my birthday, and it's going to be a good time. I'm excited for summer. Me too. Yeah. And I think this is the perfect segue. I think it is the perfect segue. You know, a summary person, uh, a Courtney, let's get into uh, all the questions that you guys asked. And you guys can always submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com and as well as submit questions at Twitter at TBFT Podcast. And we hope to see you guys this weekend. And like I said multiple times before, thank you guys so much for listening and subscribe. Scott, dude, that's my speech impediment. <laughs> Voldemort, subscribe to the podcast. Like sub-squatting. It's like yeah. they're squatting on our territory. Subscribe. 
Um, subscribe to the podcast, submit questions, uh, share it via word of mouth. Thank you guys so much. And yeah, that's my only birthday wish is just keep listening. Yeah, and they will, Steve. Don't worry. One. I think something you forgot to mention is that you went to a Little Yachty Young Thug show this week. I saw Mac DeMarco twice in the same week, and I went to a Little Yachty Young Thug show, met Little Yachty, asked him if, you know, I was like, you know, I'm, we're going to have my birthday next week. He was like, that's lit, and then took a, a semi-awkward photo with Sam and I, but I, we loved it, and uh, yeah, it was a great time. Saw everybody that I knew that was going to be there without meeting up with them. Nice. So just bumped into them, and we're like, oh, what's up? But great performance. You know, Young Thug, way better than I thought it was going to be. So I had a good time. Yeah, and, you know, live shows. I think people need to go out to more of them. I'm seeing Father tomorrow night by myself in Oakland. Wow. So, and then I open the next day. So let's get it, baby. Brilliant. I'll be at Rudimental Gorgon City tomorrow. Oh, you are? Yeah. We should meet up in Oakland beforehand. I'm kind of. Yeah, let's do it. I got to. Too broke for Oakland? Too. No, if there's anything, we are too rich for it. (laughs) Thank you guys. Listen to the episode and uh, we'll, we'll catch you next week. Hey guys, this is Two Bro for Therapy. As you already know from that intro, uh, we are sitting here today with Courtney, who I wouldn't say is a co-worker of mine. Is that right? Yeah. I, w- I mean, I don't know. I'm we work real. together in the same building. We're co-working. Mm. We're co-working. But not, not really co- together. Yeah. Mm. You know what? Not, not, not co-company-ing. Yeah. No. But, but we're sharing a space. We're sharing a space. Mm. Sharing That's the space. thing. And you sell baked goods. I do. What's your, you not a fan of baked goods? I'm a fan of baked goods. Okay, what's your favorite kind of baked good? That's a hot topic question I want, and not the store hot topic. Just a plain croissant. A plain croissant? Just a plain croissant. Why? Just back to basics. Back to basics? Back to basics. Is it one of those things where you can really judge the quality of the the place? Like, I don't want, I don't want all the fluff. Mm -hmm. You don't want the sugar? That's what I'm afraid of. I mean, I don't eat anything that I really sell, and I don't eat a lot of pastry. Which, okay, so if you don't eat pastries, what do you gain from working at a bake shop? A uh, paycheck. A paycheck, yeah. yeah. Okay. In the middle of the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the That's as often as I wash my sheets, actually. Yeah. So that, that's about there you go. Yeah. So this is a podcast, obviously, where we like to give advice. Uh, I invited Courtney here because I think she is a... A great personality, very uh, self-deprecating as I am, so we get along pretty well, as well as a fan of uh, Two Buck Chuck Wine, the official sponsor of the podcast. I, I would love to get like a like a Two Buck Chuck poster. Do those even like, exist? I don't, I don't know. Think they exist. They've got to have like an ad, right? You can make one. They don't need to make ads. Yeah, they don't. They've got a hot product, yeah. and I want, I want some more of it. How so, Two Buck Chuck? Let's just have a quick discussion about this. You, you're the Shiraz guy. I am the Do you have a preferred uh, two buck chuck? Which is Charles Shaw choice? I I guess the Cabernet, yeah. but I don't. I also don't care. Like, you don't care. It's two buck I'm, chuck. I'm not yeah. a wine person, but like, like I love being drunk on wine. Why? What do you think the the difference between wine drunk and every other kind of drunk is? I think it's the wine best drunk, drunk. Yeah, wine drunk. It's like almost an aphrodisiac. It is. I think it is. I think. I think. I, I spoke I on this podcast about it before. Wine is. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. It's like fun. Like when you're like, yeah. So in that way, it's fun, and the hangover is not so bad. I think it's a sharp hangover when I get wine hangovers. Really? I think it's like a, it's like a hangover. It, I definitely feel it, but I'm like, you know, let's try this out. Like I don't need ibuprofen. How often do you get hungover? Um, 
like, the, literally the day I turned 25, I was getting hungover, like, all the time. Like, after three beers. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Not looking He's forward to That's not what I'm looking forward to here. Yeah. It's gonna I'm about to hit 24 no. in a week, and it's that's a turning happen. point. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I don't drink as much, because I, like, don't want to take that kind of stuff for granted, I guess. Like, okay. those party nights. All right. Um, so I am hungover once... Maybe twice a month. Interesting. How often do you get hungover? You're still an, uh, a young chap. <laughs> um, I kind of just like do the mind over matter type thing. Wow. So, I don't know. Just throw up? Do you, are you a guy who just throws up? I do not throw up at all. Um, I've never thrown not up. Not in the morning, but like if it gets to a point at the night where it's just like so bad. Yeah, you just need to get it out. Really? I've yeah. never drank so much I throw up. I wait. Oh. No, no, not drink so much you throw up, but drink, drink so much of the next day you throw up. Yeah. I've never done either. Oh, I've done both. Oh, interesting. No, I, I, yeah, I'm a... You're a supporter I'm, 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 of both I'm, I'm, sides yeah. of that party. Well, I just, I love being fun drunk and I just don't want to stop. Mm. Stop drinking or stop being fun? Stop drinking. Mm. I'm always fun. That's why I like wine. I feel like wine is not like that sharp drunk point where it's just like whoa like when like if you take like four shots you're like yeah or three yeah. yeah well this has been the alcohol podcast with uh courtney Dan, and steven who we just dive straight into it but this is a podcast about answering questions that our guests ask us and also questions that we have for each other okay. and uh steve yeah one thing we should let the audience know oh go for it man we are not therapists but yeah we are not therapists, and every week we sit down with a guest, hopefully, to discuss your guys' questions as well as bring her under the table. I have a couple questions for this week, and I think you guys might as well. Oh, but yeah. let's get into the questions real quick. And the first one comes from someone named Kinda Heart, and the subject is compliments, which I believe was misspelled when I copy and pasted this <laughs> into, the, uh, into the document. But the message is simple. Uh, it's recently a guy gave me the best compliment of my life. What is the kindest slash most romantic thing someone has ever said to you guys? Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like as far as, like, romantic things, like, I've always had, like, a lot of bad luck. Yeah. But, um, with, like, an, a recent ex that was a disaster, it's just, like, I really appreciate how much you, like, care. Care? Yeah. So like, he would say that to you? Yeah, he okay. like said that a lot. And like I feel like we live in a city and like a generation like pretends not to. And I just, I, I don't date like that. Mm. I don't. I care a lot. So it was like, it was so nice that somebody like acknowledged that like I gave the fuck, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure that there's like, that's not the most romantic, but that like meant a lot to me because I take a lot of pride in like. Giving a shit? Giving a shit. And not, like, dating in a way that is, like, aloof. Okay. Interesting. I think the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me is uh, a girl that I dated for a little bit was, like, I love your eyes. And that's a compliment I tend to get from a lot of people. Um, I've been told that since I was pretty much a little baby. You have good eyes. Yeah, exactly. And then I was like, oh, thank you. You know, I've heard that before. And I, you know, I was like, why? Because I never really follow up with that. I'm just, I just take a compliment and just put it in my back pocket and ride off into the sunset. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, because you see the world like nobody else does. Whoa. That's yeah. That's Girl, I'm good. still kind of obsessed with. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was a very nice thing. I think I like literally went home and like might have cried after that. I was like, that was like literally like the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. I was like, you know, way to take that shit and just flip it. And like, that was like the first thing she said. She didn't pause or anything. She was just like, boom. And I was like, 
Well, I, I was level. May, you know, that might have been the turning point for me in that one um, mm-hmm. to start caring a lot more than I probably should have. What about you? Do you have anything? Anyone ever? I've given you some compliments. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> See, it's kind of funny. Like, I'm not thinking of, like, of it as a compliment, but just, like, the most, like, endearing thing that I've... Yeah, that works. I've had. Um, I It's just kind of opposite, but this is the only thing that's coming to my head. It's just, like, my girlfriend now, Madison, like, she just always expects more out of me. Okay. And it's just always, like, pushing my... So, like, she's not the first, first person to say, like, good job. And she's yeah. like, you can keep... You can do more. And, like, I, I love that about her. Oh. I just... I, I, I constantly pander for like oh yeah you're doing good you're doing good so like to actually have somebody in my corner who i like know cares about me and still like there's still more out there for you like that's the most sincere and endearing thing that i could have in my life would you think madison would do the podcast i think she would be amazing at the podcast but she'll never do it why is that she just she doesn't put her opinions out on blast she's okay she's oh yeah you do fairy reserve you've told me yeah yeah she she's very aware (laughs) of everything and just She's not really a spotlight person, you know what yeah. I mean? She's very much, like, in the background, got your back, and, like, yeah, she has very strong opinions, but, like, that stays between people she cares about. I respect that. Yeah. But, Thank but you. like, if, if this was an <coughs> open space for her to, like, come in and do it, like, she would kill it at this. Yeah. Maybe just do some on some real shit. I mean, I kind of feel like I bring in a lot of her own arguments yeah. about things, because <laughs> I, like, I hear her say it, and I was like, damn, you're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> she just thinks about everything all at once, and I'm just kind of like... Well, uh, I thought it like this, but she's like, what about the other person that thought about it like this? I heard you like this. I'm like, how the fuck did you think that? Yeah. I'm not good at that. Yeah. I try. I try to embody it for her. Great. Well, it's difficult. I'm glad to have both you and her opinions on here. I try. Can I ask you a weird question? Ask why. This is very visual, but is that a Taylor Stitch shirt? Mm-hmm. I've got the same one in my closet. Yep. White tees, baby. White tees with a pocket. You, you know, people underestimate a pocket in a shirt. That's where I like to keep my phone, mm-hmm. you know, a pen. Oh, huge. Bring me more wine. Bring him more. Uh, subject. All right. Name, Alexander. Subject, girls versus friends. He writes, what do you do when you have known and liked a girl for a while and you finally get a shot to go for her, hmm. but your friend gets kind of weirdly attached to her? Yet, he doesn't really know her at all and hasn't really spoken to her. I don't want to ruin our friendship, but I don't want to stop pursuing this girl. So, what I think he's asking is... So, 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 ter- so terms of the room. Me and Steven are friends, and Courtney, you are our... Apple of our eye. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and me and Courtney actually have a shot. You've okay. shown me that you're interested. But Steve is infatuated by you, and has not told you, but it's just super, um, internal about it. Classic and, me. <laughs> and, uh, I'm aware, but like. Of, you, of my feelings. Yes. But we have a shot together. So what do I do? Do I betray my friend that. Cares about you. But hasn't expressed anything or done really anything with it? Or do I keep pursuing the girl that I want to pursue? First takes. Courtney or Steven, what do you think? I mean, go for it. You're you're hot. Okay. I see you over there. <laughs> I mean, I really hate that like bros before before hoes rhetoric. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Like any potential relationship, whether it's friendship or like romantic, other. can be like more fulfilling than the other. And your friend doesn't have a shot. I think you should be honest with them and talk to them about it. Just like, hey, like kind of feeling Courtney 
which is easy to do. Of course, classic. Um, classic you. Yeah, classic me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to go for it, but like I wanted to let you know because I didn't want to like make things uncomfortable for you. But like you know, there's been some like tension or chemistry or whatever you want to say between us. So, like, I just wanted to tell you, don't run it by them, like, you're asking for permission, but definitely, like, let them know, like, what's going on. That's definitely good. Because I don't think you have to ask, like, I've I've been in that situation. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you, and I've been, like, the, The on both sides. Yeah, I've been on both sides, and, like, I don't feel like you ever have to ask permission. Like, it's not like this person's their ex or anything. And True. that's, like, a whole thing. Great point, though, Courtney. I, I, I see what you said, and, like, I don't know. I think also, yeah, like, you be honest with the other person, for sure, right? Like, if it's your friend and you know that he's kind of more of an introvert and, like, doesn't really know how to express himself, like, I think it'd be way easier for him to kind of understand the situation than see it happen and fold in front of him. Yeah, and that's, like, not fair to, like, they're going to think it's you're going behind their back. Yeah. But, like... And I don't want that to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... Man, I mean, I've been in both sides of the situation on this before. And I think when it comes to the girl, she doesn't know... or probably really think about your friend at all. If he's, like, so introverted that... You know, he won't even, like, express interest or anything if he doesn't know her that well, which is what you say in the message. And I think, for me personally, I, you know, if you have a shot, you should never, you know, you miss 100% of, 100% of shots you don't take. If this is the type of friend that you're hanging around with, that's just, like, not able to speak up for themselves. I, I guess I'm just, like, a little bit more brutal with, like, who I consider, like, my actual friends. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of acquaintances and a lot of people that are, like, in my life, but, like, actually people who I'm, like, close friends with. Like, I don't have people like this in my circle. That's a really good point, because I don't think I do either. You know what I mean? So it's like, if this person is actually, like, a close one of your friends, like, I'm a firm believer that the five people you surround yourself with is an average of you. So do you want, really want to be friends with that type of person? I'm not saying it's a bad person, you should drop them for this, but it's like, if this is actually concerning to you, like, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I think you need to look at your friends more than the girl. Yeah. So. <laughs> but maybe he's just, like, his friend's mad sensitive. Like, you know, I'm mad sensitive. You guys deal with me. Yeah, but, like... Not, but it, not, not in this yeah, regard. Yeah, not, not in the sense. Like, and, you're, you're sensitive about, like... <laughs> friendship, just being yeah, left. Yeah. Trust issues. Trust yeah. issues. Story of my life. That would be such a bummer, too, to, like, not even see how a potential relationship would pan out. Because, because like, your work. friend is kind of a... Baby? You're just worried about your friend in the balance. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's, Baby a difference is a good between, word. there's a difference between being sensitive and there's a difference between, like, somebody who's, like, deathly afraid of, like, rejection to the point where you are, like, afraid of their reaction. Yeah. See, and, I think. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the key thing here is, like, you don't want to ruin the friendship. I think it's okay to make your friends mad. Yeah. You know, that's why they're your friends, because they'll get mad and they'll still be your friend. And yeah. communicate with each Yeah, other. exactly. But if, like, if this person will leave your life because of it... They're not I mean, friend. like, yeah, there, there's something else you need to be looking at there. Hmm. And all's fair in love and war. So, <laughs> like, yeah. if they get pissed, then they get pissed. You just gotta deal with it. But, like, at the end of the day, you're pursuing love, so... Benefits will outweigh the consequences. I, I you know, I also kind of want to say, like, you should think about how you actually feel towards this girl, like... Just because she's digging on you doesn't mean you necessarily dig on her. It could just be the situation at the moment. 
Valid point. That's you know? a really good so, point. So that's just like a Papa Steve outlook. Like, you know, you don't want to jeopardize anything just because something's hot and going at the moment because you never really know how it can pan out. Think about the situation. Yeah. That's, that's something I don't tend to do and I've started to do now and it's been a pretty beneficial for me. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's a pretty good place to end. I think, the, I think the advice here is just kind of like, you know, at least from my perspective, is be honest with your friend mm-hmm. and, you know, don't, Miss a shot if you have one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree? I agree. Great. Man- manage expectations at all times. Yeah, exactly. Expectations, reality. Yes. Shouts out to my tattoo. Would you ever do a podcast with your mom? This is a brief question. Or like a, a parent, even your brother? I definitely do one with my brother. Yeah. My parents, pa- parents are very strange. Like I could do one yeah. with my dad and mom just because I know I'm so open with them mm-hmm. that they wouldn't mind like sharing experiences, but like. Yeah. I feel like I, like, try to do the same type of, like, questioning when I go home with them, but, like, they are just, like, such a full generation away from me that just, like, we misconnect a lot on things of, like, what I expect to hear from them and, like, what they expect to hear from me. It's just kind of, like... Yeah. It's a constant, like, surprise. My dad is, like, just like me. He's kind of, like, loves telling stories, loves Mm -hmm. being, like super into conversations and just being like yeah dude like everything like I get all, so much of me is like my dad it actually started to freak me out like I noticed that like in the last six months I'm like dude I am like so weirdly like my father it's like strange but I get like hot like my mom like when I get pissed I get fucking pissed uh-huh. and I could literally do a whole podcast with my mom just ex- like telling her all the time she's made me really uncomfortable which is not <laughs> like super pissed what about you Courtney would you do one with your mom and dad um, I guess I would, like, my, both, like, I've lived with my mom my whole life, and I am learning so much about her now that we're friends on Facebook, which oh, is weird. weird. Like, <laughs> I found out that my mom is a Bernie supporter, and my mom has been, like, a long-time moderate Democrat. Mm. Like, she's always, like, been, like, a Hillary fan, I think, that when, like, Obama and Hillary... That or, like, duo, that yeah. primary. I think that she voted for Hillary, and I think that she's, like, stoked on it. So, I'm just learning so much about her in the past, like, two months, and it's been insane. Mm. And then me and my dad know almost nothing about each other, and we're just, like, now reconnecting. Interesting. So, I would, like, love to... Just like, sit down. I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. kind of, like, not hash it out, but, like, reconnect. Just open it up. Like, publicly, I guess? Like, that sounds really interesting. But my stepdad is, like, my dad, mm-hmm. and I feel, I like, he's just amazing and, like, the most, like, nurturing and, like, supportive person ever, even if he's kind of gruff, so. You say gruff or rough? Gruff, I guess gruff. What is gruff? What is gruff? Gruff, gruff. I don't know. He's just, like, Grizzly he, rough? He doesn't come across as a really nurturing person. So uh, grizzly rough. Yeah. yeah, I guess grizzly rough. Um, gruff. Yeah. I don't know anything about any of my stepmoms. My dad has been married a bazillion times. Oh, man. But, like, my mom and my stepdad, like, I think that would be really interesting. And then my biological dad would be, I mean, I'm, like, literally learning. Like, I am learning about him as much as I'm learning about you two right now. Wow. Every day. No, I mean. Crazy. That's very insane to me. You know, we do this and I'll throw this into the recommendations, too, but, like. A biggest thing I like to preach is, like, I love being in the car with my mom or dad and recording our conversations, <laughs> like, without them even in the know. 
That'd so be like, great. like my parents don't know this, but you know, I don't call them as much as I should. But mm-hmm. I literally have like maybe four hours of each of them just talking to me in the car. Wow! And just you know, I have stories of my mom doing LSD with my dad at her sister's <laughs> wedding. I have stories of like you know, just my dad telling me about all this crazy like you know music industry shit that he would deal with sometimes, and like you know how he used to record an album for himself and like try to self publish it and like. I don't know, just like a bunch of weird shit, and it's like cool. It's like stories that, when they're gone, I'll still have. Mm. And I think that you know, I watched the movie once. I can't tell you what the title of it was. I don't remember, but it's like you know, someone died, and the guy would listen to a voicemail like every day, mm. just to like hear that person's voice again. And the fact that I have so much time, like logged with my parents, like I know for a fact that that's stuff that I want to keep forever. Mm-hmm. Like I fear my computer crashing all the time, and I should just upload them to the drive. But like. Yeah. That'll lose those conversations. The cloud. The cl- yeah. The cloud. I don't know how to use the cloud, guys. Can I be honest? I'm, it's 2016. Stephen Baker does not know how to use a cloud. I have no idea what it even is. I just know that there's nudes up there, and I want access to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Courtney, ask this question. Okay. What's your favorite or strongest memory, and what's your biggest regret in life so far? So my f- strongest memory. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily a good memory, but... Uh, both my parents were still working when I was first born, so I spent a lot of time at my grandma's house, mm-hmm. and she had this, like, really dope park next to her house, so I spent, like, all the, all time there. Like, she'd make me spaghetti and cookies, oh, and then... Delicious meals. And then, yeah, together. Oh, wow. I have, I have a little bite of spaghetti, a little bite of cookie, a little bite of spaghetti, a little bite of cookie. Interesting. Great, the, yeah. the chicken and waffles of Ben's youth. <laughs> Salt and sweet, baby. Oh, let's yeah. go. Uh, so I would go hang out in the park all the time, and... My mom's brother, my uncle, had two twins that were about, I would say like six years younger than me, eight years younger than me, Um, and they had a kind of rocky relationship, but there was a time when all of us were hanging out at grandma's house, um, and my grandpa was there, and I remember something happening to my grandpa, and he had a, a... stroke it wasn't a, it was like a partial stroke he got bell's palsy so oh. like half of his face just went completely oh. numb and we all saw it we saw like literally like he couldn't hold up half his face so they left me there with the two with twins? my two with the two twins at my grandma's house while they went to the went, went to the hospital and i was probably like eight nine i was super young and i just remember like hanging out with them on a bed just like watching them play with uh like build a blocks, not like Legos, but like the bigger ones. Yeah, we were just all there hanging out until they came back from the hospital. I like, remember that. Like, I could like tell you exactly what we were in that room, exactly what we were doing. Like, it was like almost like kind of like dusky and stuff like that. It was like so mind blowing. I knew something was wrong, but I wasn't like old enough to fully like encapture what was going to happen after that. So just like that was just like sealed in my brain, and I just like will always remember that. And my grandpa actually like turned it around after that. Like he actually got like feeling back in his face, and like my grandpa well. has the same man. Nice. Yeah, it was crazy. But like it was like that. That was like one of the first moments where like there's responsibility on my shoulders, and I'll always remember that. Yeah. Wow. I was like yeah, like I'm being trusted with something big, and it was yeah, two children. Two children. Yeah. And I was like, shoot. So I wouldn't cuss. I was a little, a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> so still like, so responsible enough yeah. not to cuss in front exactly. of the Exactly. Exactly. And Courtney, you had yours. Go for it. Uh, mine's not like a bad memory, but it came from kind of something bad, which you can cut later. That's totally fine. Go for it. Um, 
this. So I'm reconnecting with my dad, and I'm reconnecting with him mostly because his stepdad, who's his dad, has brain cancer. And oh, like, man. Mm. You know, I kind of had this thing in my mind that we were never close. Like, so, I, I, you know, I've called him a couple a couple of times since I found out about this. He just doesn't... Like, he's competent, but, like, he is really forgetful. Like, he's put on while I was on the phone once, and it was, like, really scary. And he was describing, like, in detail of, like, this lake. Lake? That, yeah, this lake that, that was behind their house. And I just, like, remember being a kid and, like, like, he was telling me this, and I have a really bad long-term memory. So, like, for me to remember something, like, a, like having a strong memory, it's, like, a long time ago, it was very rare. And I just, like, freaked out. Like, he was telling me about this lake, and I was like, oh, my God, I remember everything about that whole trip in Michigan. And every last detail. I remembered everything about it. Like, my little sister, like... You know, just fucking around in mud and, like... Classic. It being Halloween and, like, what this, like, nicer trailer park looked like, like, feeding the ducks. So it was so strange because, like, I'm constantly looking for, like, God, what happened when I was a kid? Like, why don't I remember anything past, like, like, anything before senior year of high school? And then he was telling me just what his deck looks like and I remembered everything. His deck. His deck. Okay, so just yeah, sorry. Like Could have been misinterpreted. What the porch looked like. Yeah. There you go. And <laughs> porch. <Yeah>. Deck and <laughs> you know. It's yeah. He never showed me whatever that <laughs> okay, was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he never showed me his porch guys. But like he just told me about like the wood color of his porch and I remembered every single detail and that was just like one of the first times it's ever happened to me. Then I remembered, like, a, like, vividly remembered something from childhood. And that sounds like a downer, but it was, like, really refreshing to, like, somebody who has brain cancer is reminding me about probably, like, the best childhood moments I've ever had. Hmm? So, it was, it was, it's, like, sounds like a downer, but it was really cool. Uplifting. Yeah, like it's like a thing. It was it was like a Nicholas Sparks novel. <laughs> novel. Except no man is involved. Yeah, no lover. No lover. No lover. No lover. Yeah, I, I would say I've got like three that I'll go over really quick. The first one is one with my dad. What, my mom smokes cigarettes, right? And I went to my friend Andrew's house, one of my best friends. Our birthday is the same day. Shouts out to you. Mm-hmm. And. Essentially, we were driving to his house, and I just got a McDonald's, and I was eating a cheeseburger, and my mother loves two things in life other than me. She loves Coca-Cola and cigarettes. Marlboro Golds. Ooh. And we were on the way, in my mom's car, me and my father, I've just eaten a hamburger, maybe in one bite, <laughs> and I remember just being like, oh, oh, and my dad immediately looks at me and like, you're choking. Like not, there's no like, oh my gosh, are you okay? It was like, you're choking. So I started freaking out and he was like, you got to drink something, which is not what you should do if someone's choking. Hey, put more stuff in your throat. <laughs> but my dad, you know, he's quick on his feet. And I went for the first thing I could grab, which was a can of Coke in my mom's car. Oh, and wow. I go to drink it, all cigarette butts and ash. Oh, oh my God, that is, welcome to 
<laughs> they used to make me eat cigarettes. <laughs> oh my god! And I just remember drinking it and being like, <laughs> cigarettes, and like the burger, half of it even came out. And my dad was like, the only thing he said was, at least it worked. And uh, I, you know, literally was down the street from my Andrew's house, and I showed up just fucked up. I was like, that was insane. Still hung out, still spent the night. I'm a G. And then uh, another, like, pretty significant um, memory I have would have been my going away party before I moved to San Francisco. I, uh, you know, I remember a lot of things and I romanticized a lot of things, but something that I try to keep with me is, like, all my friends together. There's a lot of people there um, that were still in the area at the time. Uh, the benefit of, like, having my best friend Lewis's, like, parents let us borrow the, the house and, like, Kyle was there mm-hmm. playing basketball, drinking. I had a mini keg of Newcastle um, and just hanging out, listening to music and talking and really reconnecting with people for the last time. Like, I don't think I've talked to a lot of those people s- since then as much uh-huh. as I did that night, like all together over the past two years. So that was super beneficial to me and like mad fun. And I always try to remember, you know, I try to remember that highlight. And then the biggest memory that is still in my head now is like with someone that I spent time with uh, within the past year and kind of like still resonate on all the time. I have a big problem trying to like forget that stuff. For, mm. And like that's like a big crutch for me. Like um, over romanticizing things is obviously something I do, but putting meaning in that is something that I still do kind of find uh, is special to me. And I don't know. Mm. It just kind of uh, reminds me on where I'm at in my life now, which. Who knows if it's good or not, but I'm having a good time at the moment, so I can't really complain. Wait, mm-hmm. do you mean, like... It's like... It's like, the, like, you you are referring to somebody that like you were, like, I'm intimate refer- with romantically. Yeah, I'm referring to a specific day that we spent together and was, like, very special to me. Mm-hmm. And also, I know very special to that person, and it was just, like, a perfect day. Like, it opened and ended the next day on a perfect note, and it was, like... Something that I think about and, like, I don't know, it's, like, I don't even want to think about it, but I just do. I think that's refreshing. Like, I honestly think that's, like, like, ooh, like, I wish I didn't think about that. And like, that's, like, kind of cool, I think. Uh, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I, I've written it down, I've done all these things, but it's still, like, still comes back every once in a while. It's, like, a before bed thought. I'll just kind of go back to that place. And, you know, we had a guy, Sean McKenzie, shouts out to Sean McKenzie. <laughs> when he read his poem and he basically uh, kind of realized, like, you know, his kind of happy place he thinks about before he goes to bed is a spot in time with somebody. And, you know, we're all humans. We're all going to die within a hundred years way too fast by the uh, universe's standards. And it's, like, all about those moments you make with people and... That's kind of, like, what I'm all about is just forming memories. Like, I want the last couple of days before I die just to be, like, a reiteration of, like, memories that I love that I keep with me through my whole life. Uh. I don't know. Who knows? Or I could die like that while I'm riding my skateboard and then I'm just kind of like, fuck it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you say it. Part two of Eric Chan's question is, what's your biggest regret? Ugh, man. I've got so many. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard question to answer, right? It's just, there, there's there's levels to it. Because there's yeah. obviously things that you kind of wish you didn't do. But, like, I think what Eric's trying to say here is, like, what's something that you constantly think back on that kind of, like, surfaces and you're just like, fuck, I've really fucked up there. 
Yeah. Do you have yours? Oh, I definitely have mine. I think about it all the time. Drop it. My transition from high school to college was horrible. Horrible. Absolutely. Yeah. I was so like inconsiderate to like so many people, and I will always like always remember just how bad of a person I was up until that point. Like I, I hurt my parents a lot. That's when I started smoking. Yeah. And, like they found out, and like my mom was devastated. Always gonna remember that. I cheated on my girlfriend. Oh. Devastated. Brother. I was just like then I left my I left my hometown, I left everything I knew. It was just like such like a rough point. And into a society that is just like yeah. kind of almost supportive to that nature at first. Yeah. Totally, hundred percent. And like I, I'm like very thankful of my experience out there and like it really shaped me to be who I am and like not regret that at all. But just like how I handled going from who I was in high school to who I decided to start as college was very poorly handled on my part. And I will always think about that of like, cause just, I literally just left people in my wake in pain. And that was just not me. That's just not really how I do things. Hmm. So I always think, I always think about that. I always think about that change and seeing people, emotions, everything. Interesting. And I was just a dick. I knew you around that time. Do you think I was a dick? <laughs> there was a time, Ben, where we just, like, loved each other deep down, but we didn't fuck with each other. But that was a time yeah. where we started, like, getting along again, and I was like, this is not the same kid that I left a couple years yeah. ago. Well, I, I just, yeah. Yeah, but you were. I knew you still were, but at the same time, I, I was like, just, like, how you socially carried yourself was different to the sweet-ass kid I know mm-hmm. then, and now, I know now. And, I mean, my biggest regret is very similar, actually. Like, uh, my parents got divorced while I was in high school. Mm. So the transition from, you know, leaving for, like, a month only to go back to Texas. Shouts out to Texas. Shouts out to Texas. Um, Texas love. I know you guys are feeling it from that, uh, that, that little hurricane you had. Galveston, Baytown, get better. Um, Side note, Texas has their own anthem. Really? Or, uh, like, state anthem. I didn't know that until I met a girl from Texas. I don't know that. Well, I don't Paris, know that either. <laughs> when, you know, like, I don't While know. in Paris, Texas, or Paris? While in Paris, I met a girl from Texas. Oh, wow. Um, nice. You know how you do, like, the national anthem, like, every day before class? They do a Texas anthem, too. Wow. What a state law. That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> That's tight. Mm-hmm. Statehood. Because, right. like, they're wanting to secede. Yeah. Like, they still do. They, yeah. like, secede Texas. Yeah. They're they're crazy, dude. I mean, that's like I love it, but they're like kind of like, yeah. It's, it's still cool. like American it's badass. Cool. It's like classic American nostalgic American badass, like yeah. Texas. Like you think Texas, and you're like cowboys, fucking Lone Star beer, fucking yeah. hating immigrants. Um, I mean, like I know Austin, and Austin is just like. We're gay. Like, it's just, that's all. My Austin or the city of Austin? The city of okay, Austin. Okay, I don't know. Uh, uh, to be honest. Uh, Austin, <laughs> Austin, I felt like it was well, like San Francisco. And it's like, every time we go there, it's like, oh, yeah. Well, that's Wild like West, Austin. It's but like, it's like, yeah. no, it's not Wild West. Like, no. It's, it's, you should go to Houston, dog, on a Sunday night, walk through yeah. the city. You'll <laughs> see some shit. Anyway. Oh, Shouts out to yeah. Paul Wall. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, going to Texas for a month and then coming back and all this stuff, like, I was in a lot of really nice classes my freshman and sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And just that whole thing really fucked me up for, like, a year and a half of my life. And it wasn't my fault, but I felt like it was and all this stuff. And I just think it kind of fucked my 
trajectory in general about how I handled things. Like, lost a lot of my friends, and then I got them back, but it was, like, staggered over time. And just, like, how I made the same thing, like, the high school to college transition was not ideal. Like, people came in to talk to us about going to college, and it, like, made me have an anxiety attack. I was like, that's not for me. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then community college transferring, all that stuff is, like, fine, but it's, like, at the moment, I was not... Uh, where I wanted to be like I had a great time at the end of high school and in the beginning of college and stuff but like I should have applied to more schools I should have really taken it seriously and I didn't and I think that kind of uh says a lot for me so that's probably my biggest regret is just how I how I handled that Uh, on top of all the uh sad women stuff in my life that I always Uh carry with me um, I'm, I'm probably going to lose three grandparents here. Lose three? Lose. Oh, yeah. Not you. Wow. Um, and I didn't really think of that as important because I've never been close to my grandparents, but now I'm like, maybe I should have been close to them and like, maybe I should be more sad about like losing three of them. One was super unexpected. It was like a car accident. And then two of them was just because they're old and I know nothing about them. So that... To me, is a big regret. One of them. Oh, go ahead. Grandparents are kind of like um, living, loving history books. Yeah. Like you want to see how your gen- the generation before you saw things. Like go to your grandparents. Yeah. Like I, I literally, my grandmother died like last year around this time. I went to uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. Baytown to see my whole family and I got to talk to my grandfather for the first time in maybe seven years since I moved to Texas when my parents got a divorce, and like. Man, yeah, I like get where my family is being from Texas and stuff like that, but like he still has some stuff that's very like I feel in myself, like you know. So yeah, I, I completely I see that point. I don't know you're from Texas. My family is like technically from Detroit. We just yeah. military, so like moving all my, over. Yeah. My mom's from England. She's from oh. England and then moved here when she was probably, like, in her teenage years. Lived in Pennsylvania, moved to Texas, and that's where she met my father, the hippie. Oh, but, but, I think that's so sweet. Yeah, he's a weird fucking guy. Shouts out to my dad. Love him. Hey. Shouts out to dad. Steve Bacon. Papa Steve. The yeah, original shout out to the original, original Papa Steve. Steve. The original Papa Steve. <laughs> he knows it, too. <laughs> so go on. That's, so that's one. That's regret number one. Regret number two... I guess not the transition from high school to college, but, like, I never, like, I've always been, like, pretty smart, but just never, like, applied myself. So, like, in high school and college, I never did it, and I feel like it really, like, disappointed my parents who didn't get that opportunity to go to college. And same with, like, the third one, like, I not just left a relationship, it was probably, like, the beginning of this year. Yeah. I, like, dated how I thought this person wanted to date somebody and stuff how I wanted to date. Hmm. So, like, when they broke up with me, it was, was like, well, like, I'm breaking up with you because, like, I don't think you're taking this super seriously. Like, I want to get married and, like, maybe have a kid. And I don't ever want to have kids, but I want, like, I want, like, a real fulfilling relationship. And I acted like I didn't because, like, I wanted to be cool. And even though I regret that, because I'm sad that our relationship is over, I feel like I really grew from it. And, like, now I'm, like, okay, like, I care. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be, like, outspoken. I'm not going to try to be, like, cool. So, those are my three regrets that I've been thinking about too much lately. Solid. I mean, that's some real shit. 
And, I, and that kind of like puts us in this next little segment. We didn't do it at the top of the show mm-hmm. again this week, so. Let's do it now. We'll, we'll... So on some real shit, mm-hmm. my personal thing, I'll just bring this up now. This was going to be my question, but now I'll pose it as my on some real shit, is words of affirmation. How do you feel? Are you guys a supporter of like in a relationship, constantly going back and forth, telling each other loving things, or, you know, even just touching base every once in a while and being like, hey, I really like you and stuff like that. You know, I feel like that's something that a lot of people in our generation now probably don't do as often, but I still appreciate when it happens. Like, I think a lot of the moments that mean the most to me or keep me going with dating somebody comes from like their feedback, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge words of affirmation person. I'm constantly, constantly. Like, Interesting. Saying that, giving that, making sure that it's known. Just I don't ever want anybody I love to like have any second in the day that they know they aren't loved. So I like words too. So like I'm very cool with that. It's like reassuring. That's why I like it. Yeah. It's just like you know I don't freak out, but I do at the same time. So when it comes to like me, really being like yo, I like. It just helps. It's like that will calm me down quicker than anything else when I'm feeling anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's like oh I miss you or like. Hey, I hope your day's going well. You know, even pet names and stuff like that. Like, you know, someone tosses one of those in. I'm, I'm down as a clown. All right. Uh, all right. What do you think, Courtney? I agree with that. I, like, in my opinion, especially, like, going into, like, regret, just, like, not being super honest with what I wanted. Like, I love intimacy in all forms. Like, okay. communication, like, sexual, romantic, like, emotional, all of it. Like, I love it. And, like, I feel like communication should be, like, the foundation of, like, whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, even if it's, like, kind of corny, like, I think it's I think it's worthwhile to do. And I think it means a lot, too. Like, it's embarrassing to yeah. give those words of affirmation. Even after you've been with yeah. somebody for, like, a while. Like, it's just like, hey, like, I know that you know I love you, mm-hmm. but, like... I think about you all the time. Like, you are just, like, at the top of my mind. Always. Like, even if you've been with somebody for, like, so long. I've lived with a partner and, like, felt like I didn't do that enough. Hmm. It means a lot. And it does take away from that anxiety that, like, your partner or yourself would have. Um, So, I'm so for it. I just, I think it means almost as much as, like romantic and sexual intimacy almost yeah i don't know verbal intimacy yeah like i mean i'll I'll give my example like i had a my big ex that you know blah 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 i've referenced her before but she was upset with me because i did it too much or i always like expected it too much like i'd ask for it a little bit which i did like respect like i totally did and i understand that now but at the same time the girl i'm with now doesn't really do it at all or seeing now, like, you know, it's just, it's just like, I'd like that every once in a while, like, touch base with me and stuff like that, so, I mean, that's, that's just my personal preference, just like you guys, like, I think that it's nice to have it in a relationship, so, Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's my awesome real shit for the week, what do you got? I just want to go on the record and say, I love corny shit. Corny? I eat it up. I love it. I love corny shit, I love doing corny shit, I love getting corny shit, like, just Just stop eating corn, Ben. Yeah. (laughs) My, uh, my bowels are going to be a little bit messed up from that. <laughs> Alright, uh, on some real shit for me this week. Ah, I'm just, like, super thankful right now on, on some real shit. For what? Um, 
I'm thankful that I can push my body to the limits and like still live afterwards. Like I'm still alive right now. <laughs> like yeah. I, I had a really intense weekend, like push, like literally pushing my body to the limits of sleep deprivation, uh, specialty intakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything you could think of. Just when, in, like, when in Sonoma. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I went to Sonoma, to Sacramento, to San Francisco, to work, to Sausalito, to work, to Sausalito, to work. And here I am right now. At Little OC recording a podcast. Exactly. And the fact that I'm still standing right now and able to formulate words, I'm just thankful. Honestly. I'm very thankful. Shouts out to wine. Keeping you going all weekend. Yeah. And and I I guess, in just a little segue, what I'm especially thankful for this week was discovering quad espressos from Starbucks. Oh, Jesus. You're hurting my feelings, Ben. I'm sorry. Sometimes you need to fuck yourself <laughs> up. As somebody who's like a coffee person, mm-hmm. sometimes you just fuck yourself up. Exactly. It, it was a it was a pit stop on the road. Okay, that's you know what I mean. Oh, it, yeah, it was like a it was like warranted. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's like McDonald's. On I was in between Sonoma and Sacramento, and I pulled over to Starbucks, got a quad espresso. Boom, changed my life. I was Game up, I was up at him and just like, let's go, let's do this. Get out of Soma, come up to the financial district. Hey. Courtney will be there. I'll whip yeah. you up a fucking quad espresso that. for free. You'll love it even more. Yeah. You want to taste a, a floral expression? Courtney's had my beverages. Love them. Love them. Every, Every morning, morning, she's an addict. Oh, yeah. Feeling it. <laughs> Feeling Every it. time. <laughs> Go for it. What's your on some real shit? I, uh, did you think of one? On some real shit? Uh... S Z A. I don't know if you pronounce SZA. that any other way. SZA. Is that how you? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm the, not the, cool. the artist. Yeah. Yeah. She did a rework of "Come and See Me" by who? Party, Party Next, Next Door, Door oh. and Drake, and it's called 2 a.m. and it is like my bump and jam of the summer. Oh. I'm gonna be mm. hooking up to that song. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. She got it, got it, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna figure it out. It is so good. And, like, she's so good in anything that she does. I'm, like, obsessed with it. But, like, that is, like, my hookup song of this summer. Oh, wow. Have you heard <clears throat> Babylon with her and Kendrick? Yes. So good. Everything she does, I'm, like, obsessed with it. She does really well. So, I've been, like, listening to that since she did it and can't stop. Yeah. Sure. And then, uh, on some real shit... Uh, yeah, corny shit is one of them. Mm. Um, I just reactivated my OkCupid. I did do my, I reactivated my Tinder too, but like for fun. Okay. Um. What's fun about Tinder? Just like randomly matching? Absolutely nothing. Nothing is fun about Tinder. It's like flattering, but then nobody writes you back. So. But OkCupid is like, (laughs) OkCupid is like kind of tight. Like. I don't know. It's like, it's a solid form. Like people fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, also like I on some real shit. I am like trying not to use those some stuff so much and just talking to people in real life. Like mm. after leaving something kind of shitty and like trying to recoup from that and like trying to get over hangups and stuff. So that's what I've been doing. Dating after you don't feel like a piece of a shit is like the best thing. Even though everybody rejects you. Um, it is the best thing I've ever done. Because you're not as sad as you it's were true. months before. So, on some real shit. 
fucking to 2 a.m. Fucking to 2 a.m. And I'll maybe, keep that in the wheelhouse. Maybe even finding somebody to fuck who doesn't mind it so much. I mean, I hope people don't mind it when I fuck them. Oh, I, I mean, so. I hope, but I hope they're also not like, like interested as well. Okay, yeah, interested. Okay, okay, okay. Like I want uh, them to be like okay. But, like, I hope they're like, oh, okay, nice. I mean, Papa Steve lost his V-card to Indiana Jones theme song. Anything's possible. Anything. As Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible. <laughs> I love that. Uh, first first off, first off, I didn't I didn't lose my virginity to it. I played it as soon as I lost my virginity. You told gotcha. me that story. I yeah. did. That's, That's a classic good, story. Yeah. That's a good story. I think I listened to like some Tribe or maybe even some Kanye West. Um, when the day Yeezus came out, I had sex with the whole Yeezus album. Ah, yes. Wow. And uh, it was is... the scariest album to have sex to. A lot know. of screaming yeah, by yeah, Kanye yeah. West. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so that kind of, speaking of Kanye West, this is going to transfer us into a recommendation since you already kind of got into it, Courtney, with your answer. Uh, stuff that helped you get through the week. What helped get you through the week? Other than wine. Um, what helped me get through the week is I finished unpacking my room, like, literally after a whole year of recuperating from, like, a bad, not a bad relationship, but, like, a relationship where I had to move out. Oh, yeah. I finally have my own room that I don't think I'm going to leave in, like, six months. So I unpacked, and it looks good. I'm excited to have, like... The honey over. Um, Yeah, no, I'm so stoked for that. Um, Does that help me get through the week? Um, If you want me to be super real, uh, Workshop Cafe got me through the week. Workshop Cafe got you through the week? Yeah, you guys, like, are always, like, so tight to me for, like, no reason. I, like, never understand why you guys are excited to see me. I'm all, you, we dance when we see you. It makes you see me, me in Austin, so we're good. always like, yeah! It makes me feel so good. Like, I, uh, I don't know, that just sounds happy, but, like, literally, you guys, like, I was sick all weekend, I didn't get a chance to do anything, normally, my weekends, sadly enough, are just, like, ordering a honey off Tinder, <laughs> okay. and, on like, over. hoping ordering. for the, <laughs> ordering. hoping ordering. for the best, and I didn't get to do that because I was sick this weekend, so, like... Seeing, like, people who, like, I really haven't had a chance to, like, spend actual time with, like, excited to see me, like, made a huge difference. And I'm packing my room. Well, I love that. And guess what? Yeah. On Saturday night, my birthday, you're going to get to dance with so many of them. I'm so excited. I, I'm so stoked. Austin was like, he literally asked me, he was like, is Courtney going to be there? I was like, you know it. He was like, oh my god. Love when he makes that noise. So where where are we at now? Are, have you done it yet? Uh, I kind of combined my what got me through my week with my real shit. Oh, Quad yeah, espressos. Yeah. Quad espresso. Oh wow. Okay. You gotta come get one from me. I would love to. I'll whip it up, dude. So good. It like whipping, whipping the grain. Yeah. I trained somebody tonight. It's pure natural. You know. Sometimes mm-hmm. I see myself in other people, mm-hmm. and tonight was one of those nights. Brilliant. Hey, I've got my job for a reason. That's what I'm saying. And I got a raise today. I don't want to brag. Ah! Yay! But, Congrats. You know, definitely makes me feel good. All my birthday week too. Nice. And it's going to show up on the check that I get on Friday, so I'm killing it, yeah. Uh, I have to say, not to add to my thing, but Papa Steve surprising me with a drink that I didn't ask for is the best. 
I love it. Bang, bang. I try as hard as I, I can. I mostly ask for a drink, but if I forget to ask, he just, like, hands me... I my, give her what she wants my for uh, my almond or soy cappuccino. Surprise her. It, Brilliant. It is like, it really honestly keeps from killing my coworker that day. And him. <laughs> and him. Yeah, I, I could be a lot too. <laughs> I'm noticeably a lot. A lot, of, but the best. And like. I've been described that before. <laughs> a lot, but the best. It gives me life, but. You know, not everybody there gives me life. It's the little things. It's the little things. Yeah. We, you know, and that's what I like to, to put forth. And, you know, for the most part, that's what we try to do with the whole podcast, too. We just try to, like, talk to the people that want to listen to us. And we appreciate all those people. And like I said, again, you know, my birthday's coming up. We're going to have a really interesting episode next week with all my, like, best friends and I'm going to try to make every one of them uncomfortable. It's going to be like a little bit differently than most shows uh, how we format it but I'm, I'm looking forward to it to be honest. Everyone's going to get really tense and that's my favorite kind of thing to do to people that I love. And Steven, you just took the little things to making everyone feel awkward so I hope yeah. that you try to make people <laughs> feel awkward in the little things. Yeah and that's what literally will be uh, presented <laughs> in the group. And I'm really looking forward to that, and thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, like me and Ben said last week, you guys are super awesome, and this week was easily as good as every other one that we've had. So thanks to everybody that subscribed and listened, and you can always follow the show at TBFT Podcast at Twitter, and always submit questions and feedback at twobrokefortherapy.com. We appreciate it, and ask us some weird questions. If you guys want to know something about us or even about yourself, you know, submit it. We'll listen, and we will submit feedback and let's give you guys a chance of putting yourself out there on the internet uh ben where can we find you this week plug it up plug it up plug it up plug it up i walk in the club just to plug it up plug it up um you know surprisingly after such a busy weekend i've been so distant from social media it's been quite nice. I've been following your whereabouts through your girlfriend's social media. Yeah. Her Instagram's been like, oh, Ben's in Sonoma. Ben's in fucking Sacramento. Yeah. I've been very present in where I was at. And to come to work today and, like, actually start looking at social media again, I was just like, where the hell have I been? You yeah. know what I mean? So, if you want to kind of follow me for right now until I get back on my game, check me out on Instagram at Benessy underscore. Underscore Benesi, right? It's not Benesi underscore. It's, no, it's Benesi underscore. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's B-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y. Got it right. Originally, I had said with an E-Y. No, that's wrong. No, wrong. Just Y. Benesi. Uh, I've been trying to tweet more, too. At Benjamin Simons. B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-S-I-M-O-N-S. Ooh. Check me out on there. Trying. You're I'm really trying there. You're great at spelling. Trying man. It's okay. You you got it. The two yeah. buck chuck. I understand. Corey, <laughs> do you have? I know you've got your uh, the classic Instagram handle. Yeah. Uh, big lantern. Big lantern. Big lantern. Nice. That's yeah. why you guys are friends. Yeah. Well, green lantern. I love the green lantern. Uh, she. That's not the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm big, sure not. Big lantern is my favorite Chinese food restaurant. Really? And that's yeah. That's my. Answer. Where's that at? It's um on Sixteenth. Um. In the mission? Yeah. Uh, South not, Yeah, it's above Van... North of Venice. I don't know. Mission Guerrero? It's just past Guerrero. Yeah. Dolores? Before that. Oh, fuck if I know. It's the best. I'll show it to you. Okay, show it to me. I love it. I think we're I'm not a big Chinese food guy, but I, I'm into it. It'll change your life. Um, So that's at big, big underscore lantern. Oh, I didn't know there was an underscore. 
There's an underscore. At big underscore lantern on Instagram. Um, I think it's good. I think it's great. Go I think for- it's unfair that I don't have enough followers. Gotta pump it up. I want to tweet more, too. And that's at mean moomin. I don't think I follow you on Twitter. I don't really... I'm not super active. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll toss you. M-O-O-M-I-N. And shout out to... Like Moomin, like the fat hippo. Yeah, shout out to all the weeaboos out there. Yeah. I mean, that's Finnish, but okay. <laughs> that's Finnish? That's not a weeaboo thing? No, I, I mean, know. Japanese people like it, but it's Finnish. That's great. I like it. weeaboo or just your... Her handle, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's just my handle. Okay. Uh, I Big just... Lantern and Mean Moomin. Where can people find you on Tinder? Uh, just the San Francisco general you area? You just gotta look. You, you just, just gotta, gotta find you gotta, it? You gotta look, and you have to have good style, and I'll swipe right. She, you'll know when it's her. Yeah. You should have been on the last podcast. We talked about style, didn't yeah. We? yeah. We talked about how important how important is a male style to you. You want me to answer yeah. that right now? Yeah, go for it. Uh, 100%. 100%? I don't have any preferences as far as race or height or body type. Ooh, height. I love that. Or age or, like... The size of your dick, I do not care. If you like, interesting. If you have like a style and like you've got it going on, like I'm into it. Do we have good style? I think you guys do. Do you think I? Do you think I do? You see me a lot at like five a.m. I mean, you you always look better than I do. Shouts out to me. (laughs) To Papa Steve, he always has better style than me. I look like. You look great. You look like, you know, your phone is half of the outfit for me. Every Fuck time you. I see you, you're like, Fuck on, you. <laughs> I will hopefully get fucked soon. You can follow me at <laughs> Stephen Baker 8 on Twitter, on Twitter. Stephen with a PH. Baker is in the profession. 8 is in the number. On Instagram at dat, D-A-T, McFly. And, as always, shout out to Wine. Always. Shout out to Mac DeMarco. Saw him twice this weekend. I am white. I'll embrace it. Mm-hmm. Saw him once at a 21 plus show. Great time. That's something I'm also super thankful for is like, I don't know, I love live music. And then I saw it with uh, the girl that I'm seeing the next night, two nights in a row. Fun, equally as fun both nights. So I loved it. And, you know, two buck chuck crew, thank you for coming out. We on. We on. We on. And come out to my birthday. You guys are going to hear this the night before, the day before. I'm looking forward to everybody that's going to be there. But let's do it. Music City, San Francisco. 7.30 7.30 to 11. Xander Wave in the mix, just like he's going to be at the end of the show. Xander Wave. Xander Wave in the mix. He's got a special Stephen Baker tribute going. I'm excited. He, uh, yeah, we're going to do some video projecting uh, made by me uh, over the span of like two hours. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that comes together. And Courtney will be there. I'll be there. She'll be there. We're all going to have a great time. I think it's going to be the funnest time we've had in quite some time. I think it's going to be a broke-ass time. I'm it's going to so be a broke-ass time. Too broke for 24. I'm I, too broke to be 24. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you still have a year. No, you have a year to catch up. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. still too broke to do it. I mean, yeah. I'm older than you, and I'm still too broke to do 26. You know? And that's why we all get along. Yeah, because yeah, we're all at the same time too, too broke, broke for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the most important part about that? Steven, I'm so happy you asked that. It's that we are not therapists. We are not. Courtney, thanks for coming. Thanks.
free rolls in my vip. Canada John, yeah, I think that bitch from the six. Shorty wanna kiss me, but I know she sucking dick. Shorty wanna kiss me, but I know she sucking dick. Look, Uber everywhere, free rolls in the vip. Yeah, Uber everywhere, free rolls in my vip. Hey, skrr Yeah, I wanna get the Rari, but I know it takes some time. Pre-roll, shorty, light it up, you know you're fine. Low five with my five, and I'm rolling up the gap. And I need my leg room, base stuff, first class. East Atlanta, John Cook, out on mulling that. Say she bought that, that shit, but I think that I'm a pack. Shorty wanna fuck me, but I know I got some top. Shorty wanna fuck me, but I just got some top. I can't fuck with I never stop. Pull up in that juice spot, Uber fucking everywhere. I can't fuck with op, never stop. Pull up in that juice spot, Uber fucking everywhere. Hey, yeah, Uber everywhere. Pre rolls in my cup. Yeah, by Uber everywhere. Pre rolls in my cup. And I think that bitch from Canada, I think she from the city. Yeah, by Uber everywhere. Pre rolls in the cup. Hey, do you recall not long ago? Hercules, 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 Hercules,